This is America on Par, a powerful punch of political punditry in a pithy podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. Thanks for listening. Thanks for checking things out. There's a new poll out from Gallup. It says the public's trust in mass media is at an all-time low. And Gallup asked the question, quote, in general, how much trust and confidence do you have in the mass media, such as newspapers, TV, and radio, when it comes to reporting the news fully, accurately, and fairly? It gave four possible answers, a great deal, a fair amount, not very much, or none at all. Those are your four. Only 32% of Americans said they had a great deal or a fair amount of trust in mass media. That's the lowest it's ever been. Gallup's been polling on this since 1972. In 1976, 72% of us, almost three quarters, had either a great deal or a fair amount of trust in mass media. In the 1990s and 2000s, about half of us trusted the media. During Obama's entire term in office, that trust has been in the 40s, below half. This year, that number dropped eight points. It's not just that we don't trust the media anymore. It's that the trust we did have is fading fast. Why? Why do so many have so little faith that our news organizations can bring us factual information in a fair and accurate manner? Why have we lost trust and faith in the media? Gallup says it may be because of the election. They point out that trust in media among Democrats and independents declined only a point or two or three or four this year over last. But among Republicans, it dropped from 32% down to 14. That's more than half. Only one out of every seven Republicans has any trust in the media. Gallup suggests two possible reasons for this. One is that the press is hyper-focused on bashing every statement out of Donald Trump and has been giving positive reporting on Hillary Clinton. That's a possible explanation. The other possible reason is that Trump's bashing of the press has influenced the opinion of Republicans. Now, Gallup notes that while the lack of confidence was especially bad this election year, trust in media has been falling since at least 2004. They offer up one possible explanation for that long-term trend. The rise of blogs, vlogs, and social media. That means there's been less professional and quality reporting, according to Gallup. I think this explanation's wrong. Here's why. Gallup didn't ask about blogs and vlogs and social media. It asked specifically about newspapers, television, and radio. It didn't mention the internet at all. Why would someone say they don't have trust in television media if what they really don't trust is some right-wing nut job with a podcast? It doesn't make any sense. But that's the explanation Gallup has offered up. And that's only going to make this problem worse. Why? Because you can't fix something if you don't know what's wrong in the first place. 
Gallup says the reason why Americans and Republicans in particular don't trust mass media is because of poor journalism done in blogs. If that's the problem, then the solution is to improve the quality of journalism in blogs. But that's not the problem. So improving small media won't restore the public's trust in big media. And that's where the problem really is, in big media. I know a lot of Republicans like the phrase mainstream media. I don't like that one because it means that if you don't agree with the mainstream media, then you are out of the mainstream and therefore part of the fringes. And I don't think that's accurate. I think a better term is big media. Big media is big business. A single television station doing local news employs between 75 and 100 people on average. It makes millions of dollars in revenue every year. That makes it a medium-sized business, just one TV station. But most local TV stations aren't locally owned. They are part of businesses that own dozens of television stations. That makes them, by definition, big business. The national networks are even bigger. They're owned by multinational corporations like Viacom and Disney and News Corp. They are huge. And that means they are part of the big business, supports big government, which supports big labor, triangle of corruption. They have lobbyists who get our elected representatives to make special deals that benefit them, not us. The sheer size of the businesses make them less trustworthy. Remember, power corrupts. Well, big media, because it's a big business, has big power. That means it can be more easily corrupted. I've personally worked for a TV station as part of a bigger group. This TV station did put, on multiple occasions, the needs of the advertiser, other businesses, above the needs of the viewers, people. I don't think it's the only television station in the country that does that. Well, if the needs of the viewers don't come first for the management of a TV station, the viewers are going to lose trust in that station. And if that's happening all across the nation, then trust is going to fall nationwide, not because of blogs, not because of vlogs, not because of podcasts, but because of the behavior of mass big media. So the problem is that it's all big business and it's able to be corrupted by the power that it has achieved. The second reason why fewer Americans trust our media is because our media has become less trustworthy. Take the recent reporting on Hillary's coughing fits. Big media ignored the story. They didn't want to cover it. They thought it was made up by those unprofessional bloggers. But then the video appeared of Hillary having to be lifted into the black van by Secret Service agents. Her knees buckled. If they hadn't grabbed her under her arms, she would have fallen to the ground and hit her head on the pavement. She obviously wasn't well. Routine coughing fits don't cause collapses like that. Finally, big media had to report on the big story. But even that was a problem because... 
It wasn't NBC or CBS or ABC or CNN or Fox or MSNBC or Univision or NPR that finally got the proof of her weakened state. It wasn't a great job of investigative journalism that finally uncovered the truth. It was some dude with the cell phone. Wasn't even a professional reporter. It wasn't even an unprofessional blogger. It was just a guy who saw with his own eyes what the big media had been refusing to even look for. The woman running for president didn't have the strength to stand on a curb. Because of that, mass media's credibility takes a hit. Why should Americans trust the media to bring us the facts when the media wasn't even interested in looking for the facts? And of course, this didn't just start over the 9-11 weekend. Trust in journalism has been falling for decades and for good reason. The Clinton email scandal wasn't uncovered by the press. It was uncovered by Judicial Watch. And the press found out about it by reading Judicial Watch's blogs. The Iran nuke deal is not what the administration told us it was. We've given billions of dollars to the mullahs in cash in foreign currency. And every few weeks, the State Department admits the amount paid was higher than what they had previously told us. These admissions aren't coming out as part of an investigation by journalists. They're coming out at press briefings when the government decides it's damn good and ready to tell us. Where is the fourth estate? Last year, a journalism and media professor at one of the top journalism schools in the nation demands that a student journalist be forcefully removed from a public demonstration. How is someone who has such little regard for reporting and the First Amendment hired to teach the next generation of big media reporters? During the last election, Candy Crowley, a big media employee, corrected Mitt Romney during a debate about what Obama said about Benghazi. The problem was Crowley's instant fact check was wrong and it had an impact on the outcome of the election. Worse, the whole Benghazi story was a lie from day one. Our ambassador was attacked and killed by terrorists who wanted to kill as many Americans as they could on 9-11. The administration blamed it on a video made by an American. The media bought the lie. Not only that, the media expressed no outrage. Our government would attempt to silence freedom of speech to appease terrorists. And the entire lie was made up so that Obama could win re-election. Because if Americans knew the truth about what had happened, Obama would have lost. But the media didn't dig. They didn't challenge. Instead, they said that Romney the Republican was wrong. And the truth was, he was right. Prior to that, back in 2000, CBS ran a story just a week before the election saying George Bush, George W. Bush, was given special privileges to get out of Vietnam. The problem was the story was a lie. The document CBS discovered had been forged. The lie was revealed by bloggers on the Internet. 
and CBS had to retract the story. Dan Rather eventually lost his job, but he still thinks the made-up story sounds true enough. And notice how every one of these events that demonstrate how untrustworthy big media is hurts Republicans and helps Democrats. Every single one. Maybe that's because more than 80% of journalists employed by big media vote for Democrats. There's an obvious bias amongst the employees of big media. For financial and public relations reasons, big media refuses to acknowledge that. And as a result, proves itself to be untrustworthy. The reason why Americans don't trust big media anymore is because big media hasn't been doing the job it was supposed to do in the way it was supposed to do it. Big media refuses to see what any guy with the cell phone can see. They are biased. They benefit from their relationships with big government and thus have an incentive to protect big government however they can. And even if it's unintentional, it's still happening. So why would Gallup place the blame for the failing of big media on small media? Why, when people said they didn't trust newspapers, television, radio, would Gallup blame blogs, vlogs, and social media? Maybe it's because big media is a big client of Gallup. They publish the results of these surveys on your nightly news. They pay the presidential tracking polls and the election day exit polls. Why would Gallup tell its clients they are responsible for their own declining numbers when they could easily blame the independents who don't pay for Gallup's services? I don't know if that's true for sure, but it seems like a reasonable explanation. It's certainly worth asking. Gallup also needs to remember this. Once you lose trust, it's nearly impossible to get it back. For example, we know that Hillary and her campaign lied about her health issues. Do you trust her new explanations that it's pneumonia now? Or somewhere in the back of your mind are you thinking, I don't know. It may be the truth, but how in the world would we know if it's true or not? We can't trust Hillary due to her long track record of lying. It's not just big media that has lost our trust. Our own government has also lost our trust. While one out of three Americans still trust big media, only one out of four Americans trust the government. And that's because both big media and big government have demonstrated year after year they are untrustworthy. Don't Blame the bloggers. Blame the liars. Thanks for listening. If you like these podcasts, please share them with your friends on Facebook and Twitter. If you'd like to leave a comment, you can always do so on my website, americaonpar.com. I'm Stephen Parr. I can still see old glory flying over. In the first light of